I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward, Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and I pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every day. Do you know what it is that you need the most? Imagine that you're hiking through the woods and you see an unusually large, giant, but beautiful tree with a strange door and you feel strongly compelled to take a look inside. You turn the knob and you discover that it's not locked and a gentle push causes it to open completely, welcoming you into a beautiful room decorated just the way you'd like it. There's a clock on the wall, and you notice it's an analog clock. But it seems like even though the seconds hand is moving, you notice that the minute hands and the hour hand, it's not. And then you see there's a table with a comfortable chair, just the kind of seat you'd love to take. The table has a single object on top, and it's a magic wand with a note. The note reads, Take this wand and wave it to receive the one thing that you think you need the most. Would you quickly take the wand and wave it? Oh yeah, this is your day. Or would you take a seat and think about what it is exactly that you need the most? This question came to mind for me this morning as I was watching the disturbing news footage from a most curious event. And these are curious times that we're living in globally, of course. But this event, so strange, it took place yesterday here in the United States. Thousands of angry protesters, just furious, stormed into our nation's Capitol building, destroying everything they could, shouting and taking selfies and videos of themselves, rampaging the grounds and the, the rooms, just destroying everything they could find and hoping to accomplish something that would give them what they decided they needed the most on that day. And it's evident to me that the things that we think that we need can become an all-consuming fire. The things and the situations and scenarios that we think that we need to save us from whatever it is that we need saving from, if you don't slow down to figure out what you're trying to be saved from, then it just all wraps up into this big ball of confusion. And it's, it's just evident to me. The things that we think we need can become this all-consuming fire. And it's important to understand what it is that you need the most. Because without understanding... There is a lack of concern, a recklessness, a lack of concern, total disregard for the danger and the consequences of actions that win the moments and then eventually will, I guess, win is not the right word to say, but claim the day. And why is this? Why are we so often irrational as a species when we claim to be the most rational? And how do people in fully grown up bodies decide it's best to behave like certain children, the ones that throw the tantrums with no regard for the consequences and the effects of it? I mean, they're children. They, 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 they can't discern the consequences. But why do fully grown up people decide to behave this way, an all out tantrum with no, no regard for the effects on their bodies, their minds, their souls? 
Worst of all, community, relationships, because of all things, money, security, power, relationships are the most important. And this is because you and I were made for and by love. And not just any love, true love, as the Bible teaches, love that does no harm, love that builds up and doesn't tear down. I honestly, I haven't heard an entire Beatles song, you know, the world famous boy band from the 60s, just in case you you didn't know, I don't want to assume, but I've heard a piece of many of their songs. And one in particular that came to mind is where the chorus is repeated. All you need is love. And the lyrics are simple, which is probably why this song was so catchy and popular globally. But here, you know, here's the lyrics, the simple, there's nothing you can do that can't be done. There's nothing you can sing that can't be sung. There's nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. Nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be you in time. It's easy. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need is love, love. That's all you need. So the Beatles there in those lyrics, like so many others, they describe life as a game in this song, a game that you can always learn how to play. And if you think about it, they were on top of the world at the time. You know, they had lots of things to consider about their experiences and what they decided based on global fame and notoriety. But I think it's like a cheat a cheat code, we call it in video games. All you need is love. But what if you don't have any idea what love is? Because you can't read about it in a book or watch it in a movie in a way that transforms your mind, your spirit, and your soul. As humans, the things that most transform our character and changes our minds are the things that we experience, not that we've heard about or read about, and our interpretations of what those experiences mean. And you're listening right now because you have had an experience with God. And I can say that with confidence because we don't move toward what's good and brings peace and harmony without his prompting. Because he's the source of all that's good, just as he's the source of true love. God made you to love you and be with you forever. This whole human thing, it's about relationships and it's about a choice. You can't force someone to love you. You have to choose to be in relationships and to live out that love. And some people might tell you that the Bible is not about you at all. It's all about God. But I disagree with this line of thinking. We are not worthless worms. God doesn't make trash. God loves his creation. And he called you by name, your true name. And he and you heard his voice and you took a step, a tiny step. No matter how that decision to pursue and walk by faith has manifested, you heard his voice and you moved toward love because he is love. And why did you do that? Why did I do that today, this moment even? Not comprehensively, but right now in this moment in time, why did you choose to move closer to understanding who God is? because of love. As a behavior designer, I know without a doubt, the science has proven it. 
Humans need affirmation as much as we need air, food, and water. It's a human need. That's why social media is so addictive. And often we fall into the trap of thinking that the what the enemy of our souls, Satan says, even all the way back to the garden when Adam and Eve fell for the lie that God is withholding something that you need. He never withholds from his children, his creation. They had it all. And I'm not talking about that garden paradise. Forget that. I'm talking about the beautiful, simple daily act of walking and talking and enjoying the uninterrupted presence of almighty God relationship. He knew that what they needed the most, what you and I need the most was real love. His presence, his strength, his peace, his rest, his joy, the source right there with them. As one of my favorite lines in the movie Revolutionary Road says, knowing what you want, knowing what you need, and knowing what you can live without, that's inventory control. That desperation and fear that shows up when you don't know what you need, it's like a ticking time bomb. It first blinds you to the blessings that you already have. First, that's what happens. And then it incrementally tears down and destroys your life one tiny decision at a time. So what do you think? What is it that you think you need the most? You're sitting in that chair. Imagine you're sitting in that chair in that beautiful tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Right there. The magic wand, it's right there. You can pick it up, you can take it, but you only have one chance. What is it that you think you need the most? If that need does not directly affect and influence your ability to show Give and receive love. I can promise you that thing, it won't satisfy you. Successful soul care is about truth. And I pray that after you're done listening to this this message, this um this podcast today, I pray that you will take the time, quiet down, settle down, get with God about what it is that you truly deeply need. And if that need is to better understand love, then go ahead, grab up your Bible, read about the Lord, start in the Gospels, even the Gospel of John, or even the book of First John to read about how God is love and his great love that he has for his children in this wonderful kingdom, this gospel of love and peace and joy that overflows into your life and into this world in ways that you could never imagine for good. So would you sit down at that table in the hypothetical mysterious tree? Would you sit down and consider, you've got time, what it is that you need the most before you wave that wand? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I'm always honored and blessed to be able to share this time with you and share what I'm learning, you know, and I I learned from you. We learn from each other in the journey. Thank you for the wonderful feedback that you've been sharing, but thank you so much for listening. And please do pray. Please pray. Whether you live in the United States or not, uh, just always pray. Let's pray for each other as a human family. And I invite you to stop by juniefelix.com for a... um, 
for a free download. I will send you a free download of one of my event bestsellers. Just go ahead and send me a message there. It's called The Gift of Sorrow. It is a tiny habit strategy for grieving forward, grieving on purpose, I call it. And also, you will receive updates and opportunity to buy, to purchase my soon coming release. It's called You Are Worth the Work, Moving Forward from Trauma to Faith.